0: The summer series we have been listening to is called Summer Classics and is about characters that we would describe as, in inverted commas, easily recognizable. People like David, Samson, Jonah, Moses and quite a few more. Some of these characters are even recognizable by people who don't attend church. Yet there is a character whose heart and prayer is just as recognizable as any of his more famous counterparts. So many of the prayers David prays in the Psalms are quite in line with this obscure fellow. Moses' prayer in Exodus 33 verse 12 to 14, which reads, You have told me, I know you by name, and I look favorably on you. If it is true that you look favorably on me, Let me know your ways, so I may understand you more fully, and continue to enjoy your favor. Then the Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. This, in essence, is the very heart of this prayer of this mystery person, this mystery man. Yet his prayer has probably been prayed and echoed over the millennia that have passed since his existence many, many times by those who have been lucky enough to have met him in a very hidden part of Scripture. You see, this character is hidden among the genealogies in the book of 1 Chronicles and many times, even by myself, when I start reading of so-and-so the son of so-and-so, who begat so-and-so, I quickly scan over the seemingly boring part to get to the more interesting stuff. I am quite sure some of you might have figured out by now who I am talking about, as a hint word, prayer, has been mentioned once or twice. So let us go to the scripture and find out who this mystery person is. 1 Chronicles 1 Verse 4, I'm, I'm sorry, 1 Chronicles 4, verse 9 to 10 reads as follows There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez. In, in, in brackets here, the, 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 the Greek says, or the Hebrew actually, excuse me, says, it means distress or pain because of his birth had been so painful. Then verse 10 reads, he was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, "Oh that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do, and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted his request. A few years ago, an author by the name of Bruce Wilkinson published a small little book called The Prayer of Jabez. This book was published in the year 2000 and was a New York Times bestseller, selling 9 million copies. As is usual for this type of success in a very profit-driven world, there were soon copies available for The Prayer of Jabez for Teens, The Prayer of Jabez for Kids, The Prayer of Jabez Devotional, The Prayer of Jabez Study Guide, The Prayer of Jabez Journal etc. etc. Even many non-christian people were buying the book. One of the reasons this book was so popular is because that it promised the reader that if they were to pray this prayer, it was a secure or a sure recipe or formula to release miraculous power, the miraculous power of God into their lives. It became a magical formula for success. But let's not get sidetracked by this popular, narcissistic, individualistic pop culture we find ourselves in. For us to understand this prayer, to truly come to the heart and soul of its meaning, we need to look a little deeper into the life of this person who prayed the prayer if we are to glean in totality what we can from this prayer, we need to see the heart of the person who prayed it. We need to expose the true intentions of why he prayed it. The Chronicler tells us that Jabez was a descendant of Judah, the same tribe into which Jesus was born. The Chronicler further states, that Jabez was a more honorable character. Actually, it says there, of a more honorable character than his brothers. As I see it, this is my little version of translation, having a character that was more inclined towards wanting to know God. You see, the inference here is in order for Jabez to have prayed this specific prayer, he, has, he had to have had a deep, intimate knowledge or understanding of who this God is that he was praying to. God to him was not just someone his ancestors worshipped. And yes, they certainly did pray to the same God, but God to him was known on a deep, personal level. The God of Jabez was alive, real and awesome as the scriptures he read made him out to be. What does surprise us is that even though the Bible states Jabez to have been more honorable than his brothers, his name was linked to pain and suffering. Yet as the story of Jabez unfolds, we see that the pain that surrounded his birth is the same pain and suffering that was thrust upon his life as a curse. And yet Jabez did not allow this to define him. It did not shape who he wanted to be. Jabez refused to be molded, to be pushed into the life that said, this is your fate, accept it. There is only one answer as to why Jabez could have had such an undaunting attitude. Jabez knew his God, and that settled it. As we look at Jabez's life, from the perspective, from this perspective, he could easily be associated or compared to another recognizable character, Jeremiah, and his quite famous coffee mug T-shirt pendling scripture we find in Jeremiah 29 verse 11 to 14. And this is what it says there. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. Can't you see how that compares to to Jabez? He knew that his God would listen. And then it says in verse 13, If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Jabez knew this promise of God. That is why he could pray this prayer. Verse 14 reads here, I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. Isn't that incredible? This is the prayer that Jabez prays. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you, and I will bring you home again to your own land. The real point that was... That we should not miss is this Jabez's prayer Jeremiah's revelation in chapter 29 and even Psalm 91 which is a serious bumper sticker in today's world given by a very famous biblical character David himself these prayers and these scriptures don't have some magical power to its words The real and awesome point is that the God of Jabez, the God of David, the God of Jeremiah, and the God of every character in the Bible that spent time in His presence has the total awesome power to change a person's destiny. You and my destiny is in the power of our God and the prayers that we pray towards Him. So no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, your past does not need to define you or your future. God does. As Jabez's mother experienced the curse of Genesis 3 verse 16, which says, Then God said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. Jabez himself was looking ahead to the promise of Genesis 3 verse 15 that speaks of God putting into plan a plan of redemption that did not seal the fate of mankind to darkness. Jabez saw in his God redemption, life, hope, and atonement. Jabez saw Jesus in the Godhead already on the cross, setting people free, as is mentioned in Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 7 which reads the spirit of the sovereign lord is upon me for the lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the lord's favor has come and with it the day of god's anger against their enemies to all who mourn in israel he will give a crown of beauty for ashes a joyous blessing instead of mourning festive praise instead of despair in their righteousness they will believe gr- they in their righteousness they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for His own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plough your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a share of honor, double share of honor in the Lord. Oh, that you would surely bless me is the antithesis or the absolute opposite of Genesis 3 where Adam and Eve sinned and God said to them, you will surely die. Jabez knew his God, that is why he in faith could pray this prayer. And what about you and me today, living in Saskatoon here? Is it possible for us to pray the same prayer, knowing that it is linked to a relationship with our God, knowing that even as we pray Psalm 91, in times where we hear of so many people in trouble with COVID or so many things going wrong in this world, we can pray those prayers, not using them as a mantra or a miraculous formula, but using those prayers to in faith speak them over our lives because we have a relationship with our God who is real and alive and able to do anything and everything that He has promised in His Word. It has to do with knowing who Jesus is. It, has to, it is about having this relationship that you can go to Him anytime, any moment of any day and pray whatever prayer is on your heart knowing that He is there, that He is alive and that He is able to help you wherever you are, whatever you are struggling with, whatever things are going on in your life. Jesus is able to take you from a place of defeat to a place in victory. You don't have to settle for anything less. God is your new inheritance, and everything that He has promised in His Word towards you, you can claim in your life as you move forward in knowing Him, in worshipping Him in spirit, and in truth. Thank you for listening to me. Amen. Well, thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out our church website at ebenezerbaptist.ca. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can let us know by clicking like and by subscribing to our podcast channel. God bless you and thanks for listening.